0: Goes another 20 year old. Holy shit! I hate those guys. Gotta 20 year old. Guys? Somebody help these 20 It's time to figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Don't fucking touch me! What up, players? Are you now tuning into another episode of Too Many Jams, Toronto's premier twenty-year-olds podcast. You're joined by your host, Travis McKenna, Robbie Davidson. How we doing today, Robbie? Hit us with the intro.
1: Early morning, as my good friend Kevin, our roommate, always likes to say. Our producer, rise and
0: grind, rise and grind. Money never sleeps. <laughs> uh, it also saves us a little bit of our beer budget because we don't drink when we do when we do them yeah, in I the mean, morning. It's a little too early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're on too many jams.
1: It's a show about all things twenty year old. With helpful friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused.
0: We have some sponsors. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Uh, It used to be just our own jewelry company, but now we have a beer sponsor. True History Beer. God, it's good beer. Isn't it awesome? And what a summer they've had so far. Just blowing up in LCBOs. Our whole friend group's all drinking it. Um, you know what, if it wasn't weird to drink it in the morning, I'd be drinking it right now. Maybe I am in this coffee cup. Maybe they should make a true history coffee. No, it's just, um, we've had it on, we've had them on a few previous episodes. If you haven't heard about them yet, uh, you haven't listened in about three, four months. Yep. And, Maybe uh,
1: a little, little while back. Cause, uh, cause we had Matt talking about it, you know, way before like spring. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's basically a few buddies of ours that started a beer company and it turned out to be Unreal Beer. And it just hit me like, why wouldn't you drink your friend's beer if it was good? And then we started chatting and, uh, you know, we got it on the podcast. And so True History, follow them on uh, True History Brewing on Instagram and Facebook and our other sponsors, Wrists and Ride Jewelry. If you want to support us directly, that is uh, that is our company? We sell jewelry for men. Tam made in Toronto. As Robbie gets a phone call, good thing the computer's muted because that would have been a classic.
1: The, is there anything anything more classic? It's my mom though.
0: Uh yeah. So Rob Rob's getting his phone call. We we started muting the computer now because it's inevitable once you hit record on the podcast. Rob gets a phone call. Mom, I will call you back.
1: But also on the true history note, they're having a little shaker. Yeah, coming up and. Um, I don't know if it's, it might be invite only kind of thing, (laughs) so I won't disclose too many details, but you know, if you're, if you're, if if you feel like you're on the in and you haven't got the invite yet, send us a message, you know, and we'll, we'll get you on that guest list.
0: Cause you know, we got that kind of pull in the industry, you know what I mean? So so yeah, they're having a little shaker, kind of like a launch party, even though they've been launched for a while, but more just like, oh, we're here party. You know, here, they're they're queer. They're out of the closet. We hear. They're making good beer. And when they drive the car, they make sure to steer. So mm, Nice. <laughs> yeah, so True History, if if uh, if you're interested in them and you feel like uh, you'd be interested to go to something like that and you haven't seen any info about it, reach out to us. We'll see what the deal is. And for Wrist and Rye, go on there. Jam's 15 gets you 15% off. It's the only sale that store does. Because that sh- it just doesn't go on sale because it's expensive to make. But check it out, risk dash dot com. And let's get into it, Rob, because um there's actually a decent amount to talk about. We've been uh we've been watching some cool shows. Yep. We've been listening to some cool podcasts. Yep. We've been working ourselves into a work hole check. and I feel like I can't escape. Check. And check. Things are just buzzing. Um, Let's start from the top there
1: okay. Cool shows What show have you been watching lately?
0: Euphoria
1: How good is it?
0: It's kind of fucked But good It,
1: it makes you feel A little anxious
0: Anxious Exactly Yeah But, but
1: a killer show but So it, well done
0: It's about high school kids It's kind of like if Degrassi Wasn't cheesy Yeah And modern And they did a whole bunch of drugs Yeah and, like,
1: and if, if there was a lot of dicks. So Degrassi. many dicks in
0: this one, man. Yeah. How many dicks do you think we've seen in the first four or five episodes?
1: I've seen about... 30? More.
0: More than 30. There was one episode... 47 where dicks. There was maybe 20 dicks in one scene.
1: Like, you know, picture a classic locker scene in high school, you know, where they take you through and just lads shooting the shit, you know. The- now, remove all of their clothing... And it
0: was it was Dick's the the scene was to emphasize one of the characters uh, was it either discomfort with Dick's he hated how he hated how many people were nude around him remember yeah to highlight his discomfort it was a scene with so many Dick's yeah big ones small ones all obviously all obviously soft flapping around and like the characters just walking like slow-mo through like just Dick's flying around. One one that was one scene of one episode. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So way more dicks. You know. Um, I spoke to Kevin about
0: this the other night. You as you would when you see dicks, who do you speak to? Kevin. Right.
1: Kevin. What do you think of them? Good size, girth. (laughs) You know. (laughs) I think these dicks (laughs) well managed. So I've uh, I I came to a bit of a conclusion on it or i have have a little bit of theory actually okay a little bit of a theory hit me with that dick theory okay so uh when was the last time you saw a tv show or a movie with like that went full dick like that
0: honestly i can't think of it because i'm a stupid brain yeah but a lot actually i'm gonna say a lot if your theory goes against that i feel like in recent years i've been seeing way more dicks i've never seen a vagina I yeah. see tons of dicks, especially comedies. They like to throw a dick in there. In recent years, I've seen a lot of dicks. Okay.
1: I mean, that's, uh, okay, so, I've, yeah, I, I can recount a lot of movies where you've seen Bush, or like, like, vagina, like a lot of Bush. Bush, never vagina. For, for sure, yeah, Bush. Um, and Bush and I mean, titties, obviously. Oh, you see tons of titties. Lots is, of titties, right? Yeah. Um, My theory is that, you either have to like if, if you're if you're making something like uh, if you want to make like a movie or a TV show that is like sort of wants to show any body part, you have to choose whether you're going to go dick or vagina in your show. Otherwise, people just start to cons- like because if you show both. They start showing like a whole it's bunch porn. of dicks and vaginas. It's porn. Right. So it's like as as uh w- whatever way you want to artistically show it, you got to sh- you got to either choose are no, you going dicks or are you going vaginas?
0: I, different theory cuz you're right? Yeah. But it's cl- you're close. Okay. Cuz I know what you're saying. It can't, you can not show dicks and vaginas Or else it's porn. But yes,
1: you can. So, and and that's what I think that show is doing. It's like they've they've chosen to go dicks. So they're showing dicks, and that's you haven't seen any vagina on the show.
0: I can improve upon this theory though. Okay, let's okay. Vaginas are in themselves pornographic. If you're seen a vagina, yeah, it's porn. I've never seen a vagina in a movie. But what have you also never seen really in a movie? Hard dick.
1: Yeah, you know, hear what
0: I'm saying. Okay. The hard dick is pornographic. Yeah, soft dicks are funny. Yeah, no one's threatened by a soft dick. No, you couldn't do anything with it. It's just flapping in the wind. It's like titties. Titties are just bouncing around. Yeah, they're not like they're not in themselves pornographic. Like in Canada, you can walk around with your top off. It's it's not supposed to be that sexual. I don't think you see vagina because there's no like hard vagina, soft vagina. It's like once you see vagina, it's porn. Unless there's Bush kind of covering it up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, okay. You never see hard dicks. Yeah. The odd time, maybe. Yeah. You see like a hard dick in underwear or something, like for comedies mostly is when you do this. Yeah. Or like if they're trying to show that he's got an erection, but you you never see a fully hard dick in a, in a movie.
1: But but I But I also think in that show, you know, it's like the way we're explaining it, we're going, oh, there's like, there's so much... Dick in it, or there's like there's you know there's there's the odd titty that shows, but dick to titty ratio is
0: very high. Dick,
1: very high dick, but but never the commentary is never like oh this it's like watching a porn because they're soft. Yeah, because they're soft. But I think if there was the aspect,
0: dude, I think if you see a vagina period, it becomes pornographic. That's what I'm saying. Okay, it's not about no show shows just vagina and no dick. Because you don't see vagina, period, in shows. Period, okay. pun intended.
1: No, I, uh, I see. Yeah. I, when? When no, have you way seen a vagina? More, like, dude, entre, Like HBO has been doing it for years. Like v- Entourage. You've seen only
0: Bush, which is the equivalent of soft dick. You've never seen a vagina, the lips, ever, because that's pornographic. I'm trying to think. I, I'm I'm saying that's, that's it. Bush. Yeah, and titties for girls. Yeah, soft dicks. Soft dicks for guys, or uh, hard dick in clothing.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, this show is making a push though for showing dicks in shows because, like, soft dick, like they're 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 pushing the needle on this.
0: But and the thing is, is uh, the dick to titty ratio is not only high, dick, the titty ratio you see actually more transgender titty. Then you yeah. see non-transgender titty, so it's very—I'd say it's very one-sided, and nothing—nothing nothing wrong with that. Refreshing, yeah. But you know me; I like to see a titty. So thanks I mean, for sprinkling yeah, yeah, in it there. It gives it gives you a little taste. Ano- another comment is, I don't know what it was like for you in high school, but I went to an all guy school. It's never, dicks never out. No, ch- no change. No one. There was no change rooms where people were just whipping. I don't think I don't remember seeing a single dick in high school,
1: dude. I went to a co-ed high school, and I remember people were much more reserved um in the change rooms like lockers maybe it's an and stuff.
0: American thing, an American change room, like as an adult, you go yeah. to good life, yeah. prepare to see uh, that entire scene in the show's worth of dicks, yeah. in person for oh, sure, yeah. oh yeah, and not the dicks you want to see either. These aren't hot actor dicks, yeah, these are. A lot older non actor dicks that you don't like seeing. Personally, I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs>
0: but it's uh it's well, a-
1: you know, I guess in um like playing hockey and sports. Never. Really? Only
0: mm-hmm. after only
1: only uh after high school. No, in in high school when you like start showering after hockey, I mm-hmm. remember I mean guys were still a little bit
0: more Nobody showered after hockey really. Really? No. Like if they did, I didn't see it because I'd be changed and I'd be out of there. No, oh, no dude, really... I was
1: always like last run out of the dressing room. Well, that's just you, dude. I'd, I'd hang around. I'd, I'd yeah. shoot the shit. Then I'd go shower. and.
0: Dude, I, I don't like showering in hockey dressing rooms. I don't understand that. Oh, do you want me to explain it to you? I Explain it it's to me. It's the grossest fucking room I've ever seen. People it's not piss. that bad. It's disgusting, dude. It is a little disgusting. It smells like piss. People piss in there. It's filthy. It's 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 so gross, and I'm like, it's nothing about dicks at all. Because I sh- I sh- have to shower there the odd time if I'm going to something after hockey. N- no reservations about showering the dress room, or like if uh, if it's just convenient, I'll do it. If I have a choice, I'm gonna shower in my beautiful home shower. Why wouldn't I? I, I don't know. I
1: am I just, I like to get it done out of the way. I hate going home like after I've just been so sweaty, like putting my clothes on and I get home and then I have to shower. It's like, it's right there. I've, it's never really phased me.
0: You might have a different tolerance for disgusting showers then because. But, but you're, you're making them out like. Dude, warts on the bottom of your feet. Do you have flip flops? No. No. It's
1: disgusting. I've never once gotten any sort of foot infection or wart. I or got anything. athlete's
0: foot when I was at. Uh, Working a summer job, from the showers, and I was like, "Why? Why do I?" And I got a, I got a wart from when I did uh, swim lessons. Okay, so you've had a little bit more. Yeah, they're disgusting. You're, you're very lucky to not have anything. And why even fucking play with it? I, when I do shower at hockey, I bring flip flops. Yeah. Okay. It's gross. I don't know. You know, pp, pp, out of the question. Pp out of the question.
1: Different strokes for different folks, as you but, always say. But
0: the show, what in the show. Um the whole thing is is like it creates this anxiety when you watch it and the normally I don't like shows that make me uncomfortable cuz I'm like I'm just chilling on my couch leave me alone but it's captivating but it's 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 also fitting because I was high school was such an anxious time yeah you know what I mean like it it like it did bring back feelings of like just feeling weird about stuff and not knowing anything so I, I'm like, this I, is uh, it's kind of accurate.
1: Another comment about the show is, um, and I don't know how accurate it is, but I have, um, I I feel like it might be a little more popular now. Is the amount of drugs or harder drugs that yeah. they do in the show? It's I f- like our kids doing crazy yes. drugs in high school now. Dude, like I feel yeah. like they've become a lot more normalized past just like smoking weed
0: no one was doing hard drugs that i knew of in high school no um the younger generations remember when we were we were running the fraternities younger kids were coming in doing drugs that that we only heard about in university yeah straight out of high school and the stories we'd hear even the school i went to yeah after i graduated kids were getting kicked out of formals for doing cocaine and stuff like that and and it's that's something that like if someone was doing it in high school they were a fringe group somebody i didn't even see or know was doing yeah. it now it's like they're doing cocaine in high school the same way that it felt normalized in like fraternity scene yeah so just like they're getting younger and younger so yeah they're doing a shitload of drugs comparatively to like w- what what we did we like we didn't do any hard drugs and and high school I didn't see it yeah so yeah comparatively they're doing a hell of a lot more I'm not saying every kid now in high school is doing hard drugs no but yeah that's the, true. the hard partiers
1: yeah and, and one thing that remains consistent though in the show and I, I think forever like if you're if you're ever going to shoot a movie where you got stereotypical high school <laughs> you need the asshole jock, asshole dating, jock. dating the hot cheerleader yeah. girl
0: But they put a real dark twist on it. Not to ruin too much of the show, they over-exaggerate a lot of these high school elements. Yeah. Like, the asshole jock is actually kind of a twisted, almost psychopath. Yeah. And, like, the pretty girl is super, like, looks like she could... They couldn't have picked a more, like, bimbo-esque-looking actress. Yeah. Yeah. Like, airhead uh, kind of stereotype. And then they really exaggerated, like, the... Uh, the every everything in high school like the um, awkward kind of parties are now like exaggerated but that's what makes for good television you wouldn't want to watch mm-hmm. like n- our normal parties were not m- many crazy things happen but it's definitely exaggerated but it does a cool job of capturing the anxious feeling mm-hmm. and like the feeling of regret when you fuck up or like do something in high school is so real totally and the soundtrack is Dope. fantastic, and it's just the, the 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 cinematography, unreal. Oh yeah, it's everything about the show. Go watch it. Go it's, watch it. It's really good. It'll fuck your night up. Um, yeah. next show, just I'm gonna give it a brief mention. Yeah. Just started Top Boy.
1: Oh, okay, that's the one Drake brought back. How is it? Okay, so I've heard good things.
0: I I watched ten minutes of it. I turned it off.
1: Really? And
0: I, uh, I couldn't understand it. And then I was telling my buddies who were big into it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, oh. like I really wanted to like it, but I, I couldn't understand it." Do you have to like pass a threshold. Nope, subtitles. Hot tip from a buddy.
1: Really? Why? Because you what's can't the understand accent the accent that they're, or it's slang. It's or- a
0: it's a mix between British and British street, which is like Jamaican and like other like, like, like
1: what Drake tries to incorporate.
0: Oh yeah, but like they just like deeper, like some of the main characters are Jamaican yeah. with a British accent. Yeah. So you know the Jamaican accent is hard enough to understand. Yeah. Uh, add the British accent to that accent and then everyone they're talking to has like a thick grime, like British accent uh, with all their slang words that we don't understand. You, you don't know what's going on. So you put on the subtitles and you make it through one episode and then you start to learn the characters and then sucked it. I was sucked in. Oh, so you're in now? Yeah. Okay. I really liked it. Yeah. But I I don't know like nothing crazy's happened yet to even talk about. Yeah. Uh other shows, Peaky Blinders.
1: Yeah. Still haven't watched it.
0: Oh, man. If that show doesn't make you want to smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey all day <laughs> long and be a be a gangster. Yeah. Like you you almost you almost can't go there's not a single scene without a cigarette in it. Like watch it with a notebook and, and be like you could count how many scenes don't have a cigarette in it. Yeah. It, it'd be like two, maybe, per episode. <laughs> and it'd be like a, a car scene or something with no people in it. If, yeah. if he's chilling, if yeah. people are talking, there's a cigarette 99% of the time. nice. They always drink whiskey. Yeah. They drink when they're pregnant. Wow. They, they just beat people up. They smoke when they're pregnant. They just like, it's a big swing and dick show. I love it.
1: And are they still making a new season? Like, is it still coming out? With I think stuff? it's not
0: canceled yet. The season I just watched, season five, is the most recent one, and I'm, I'm a few episodes into it. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good show. Yeah, recommend. But I
1: I started rewatching Breaking Bad again.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped after like three seasons into that. Yeah, I don't know
1: how or why you did that.
0: I just, kept, I just kind of forgot about it. Got bored.
1: <laughs> um, because the the movie just came out which um, you probably haven't seen.
0: Someone told me this. You can confirm or deny it. Okay. Did all the characters gain a lot of weight and look really different? And they're trying to like recap scenes that happened in history and like they just look a lot different than they did in the show?
1: I didn't find that at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe I just wasn't. Wasn't
0: Pinkman a little thick?
1: Pinkman was a little thick. Okay. (laughs) But like I've seen pictures of Aaron Paul just like... You know, captured celebrity photos recently, and he looks kind of same size he, as he was in the movie uh no, sorry, like previously he looks like his same like build thing he was a himself. he was
0: skinny face guy in the show when I first started watching the first three seasons, yeah, and some clips in the movie are supposed to be from before that, and yeah whatever well I
1: mean, I guess like there's only so much they can do like the
0: show started coming it came out like ten years ago. I disagree too. though actors change shape all the time for roles. Yeah. If you're if you're filming a movie, be like, okay, you have to get back into this shape when we shot these scenes.
1: I don't think it was an issue.
0: Well, someone made a comment. Won't name any names. I don't know. It rhymes with our roommate, Schmishten Schmenschmalla.
1: Was she even like a Breaking Bad
0: person? No, she just mentioned that a lot of characters looked a lot different for her.
1: I don't know. Was I, it her? I, I disagree.
0: Or was it somebody else? I think it was her. Um, but yeah. So, would I've you been, watch Copper Drop that movie?
1: If you're a Breaking Bad fan, yes.
0: What if you watch three seasons with your ex girlfriend and then stop watching it? I'd leave it. Okay, to be honest. <laughs> you,
1: you'd be lost. Like you, need, you'd be lost. <laughs> you've been weird. Um, you need the last couple to follow up on. Plus, also, it's it's more for a Breaking Bad fan. Like it wouldn't appeal to anyone outside of that because. Um, just i i don't know i I found it wasn't it it was it was more of like a it seems like a filler episode in a season than like a season finale is is what i compared it to because i I was expecting i'm like wow they're making a movie like a couple years after this is going to be like a season finale like two hour episode where just all shit like goes down it's gonna be so action-packed it was more just like oh like you know you could have put this like mid-season through to like satisfy you know the regular watcher to get by one week
0: episodes of shows are so long now yeah that making a movie is not even that wild like an episode's an hour yeah so if you make an hour and a half movie it's an episode and a half if you make a two hour movie it's just two episodes back to back yeah nothing crazy not a lot of time really to use yeah you'd have to go super fast in order to like tie up entire season's worth of stuff yeah have to be like, hey, this happened here, then cut to this scene, then cut to that scene, and be like, fucking tying bows on everything. Um, uh, but hey, you liked it, it's liked it, yeah. That's uh, is, is that is that all the mediest, I think, media uh, world we're in right now?
1: Uh, I think that's about it.
0: Kind the uh, it. the speaking of other things we watched, uh, oh, and, and speaking Dark. of Schmist yeah. and Chris Mandela, she uh, she watched uh, Vegan documentary with me last week. Oh yeah, yeah. It called Game Changers. Okay, dude. Copper Drop. Do I got to see it? You got to see it. Okay. It's very good at convincing. Okay. Against meat, it's sorry, it's very convincing against meat. Okay. It uh, base. Uh, I won't ruin it. Yeah. It's shot really well, and it's and it's like a good documentary. Like even if you don't care to change your diet, yeah, it's compelling because. I talked in I think last episode about a documentary I, I watched called Forks Over Knives on the on the the weekend before last yeah, episode. Yeah. It uh, that was a really sciencey documentary, and it and it went into all these studies of why plants are better. And <clears throat> this documentary was better because it was like science was in there, but it was really about all these athletes, high performance athletes, that went vegan. And their experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's always cooler. It's like when you see dope athletes doing stuff, you want to do it, sort of deal. Like if you see celebrities doing stuff, you want to do it. When you see dope athletes being like monstrous men, I'm talking like the the biggest, ch- hunkiest, shredded bodybuilders, Swedish too, blonde. Just be like, yeah, I don't eat some meat. <laughs> <laughs> was that German or is that Swedish?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere over there.
0: But, uh, and the the women in it were like Olympians and sprinters and all this shit that uh, before and after meet were like, before meet I was here and after yeah. meet I was fucking winning medals, like blowing people away, all this shit.
1: Oh, that's interesting. So like they, they measured it by their performance.
0: Performance, how they feel. How how late into their careers are able to perform yeah. compared to their competitors, and then it showed all these different athlete stories: fighters, football players, basketball, weightlifters, across the board. And it it showed uh, their stories, and then it sprinkled facts in between. And it's like these are facts that any time you tell someone not to eat meat, they say, like you don't get enough iron, iron. You don't get enough protein. Yeah. So, in between all these stories, it would be like, "I don't need any iron yeah you you have hemochromatosis, yep, um, so you could easily switch to uh to plant based yeah, but kid okay, to, <laughs> to sum it up though it it gave these cool stories, and then it sprinkled in these facts in between the stories, which is basically any fact that in my head, I held from yeah. listening to like Joe Rogan being like, "I need b twelve, yeah." I don't think you can get all the protein from plants. Yeah. How much iron? What about BCAs? What about testosterone and so, and estrogen and soy? Each one of those was addressed in between these stories. Yeah. With with facts. Yeah. Obviously, super biased towards veganism. Yeah. But regardless, Sarah Capelling, phone call number two for Rob. We should get a phone call counter in the <laughs> in the things. Yeah. Rob yeah. phone call count too. I'll put Classic. It, I'll put it in the YouTube video here. Care
1: is now calling.
0: It's always it's family members and your girlfriend. Yeah. They call nonstop. You guys are, have a fucking like you play broken telephone with each other all day.
1: Yeah. No. Man, I've I've tried calling. Um
0: I don't know. You need an alert. You need a family alert. A family group, text message group. Do you have that?
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: going into a podcast. <laughs> Maybe
1: I don't want to send a message like that though. They're like, you'd rather just
0: miss their call, yeah? Yeah, yeah I and mean, yeah. I'll call
1: back. It's just like, just annoying. They don't need to know that I'm gonna be.
0: <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> they fucking definitely do, dude. Like, I'm I'm expecting a call from your dad next. We'll see if I if I if I predict. We'll keep that. you guys updated. But yeah, check it. It's called Game Changers, and uh, we just watched upstairs. Joe Rogan talked a little bit about it. Yeah, like tried well, to I, shut it down. I don't know
1: who his guest was, but this guy on YouTube, what was his name? Mick the Vegan on YouTube. Mick the Vegan. Was
0: breaking it down.
1: Um, and he obviously was a little bit triggered.
0: <laughs> yeah, so triggered. <laughs> but, but you know what? He was nice enough about being triggered.
1: Yeah, but you could tell he he just, he couldn't. He couldn't wait to
0: just fucking
1: disprove every point. Well, you know what? Imagine if,
0: Imagine if you're a vegan and you've done your research and you have your facts and I haven't done my research, so I I don't know. But yeah. imagine if you have, and imagine if the facts are blatant that veganism is better, like this documentary yeah. says. Yeah. And then Joe Rogan is like the antichrist of veganism. He's out there with the biggest following. Yeah. Such a trustworthy guy. And he's just like, no, man, veganism, no, fuck that. I hunt elk. Everyone should hunt elk. And like all this shit, like it would be triggering. It'd be like if you were a conservative and like Trudeau comes in and is like, it's people kind, not mankind. You're like, fuck off, dude. You know what I mean? Like he's leading the country and you just have different beliefs. Yeah, I hear you. So he was triggered. Sure. But what was he saying? He,
1: what were the points he was making? I guess some of the things Joe Rogan said was, um, oh, uh, one of the facts that he said on the podcast was that he was talking about when vegans get drunk. And uh, I guess he inflated this number a bit. He said, a bit. Joe Rogan said, no. <laughs> he's, he's, he said 90% of vegans, when they get drunk, uh, resort back to eating meat or something like that. And then this guy pulls up the study. And it was like, it was, it was, it was like
0: survey monkey or something bullshit like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some site that like d- doesn't even exist anymore. And it was like, v- I think it was combined vegetarians and vegans. And it was one third. And it was one third. And yeah. the
0: study doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. I, you know what I've, I've said on podcasts before, I was like, Joe Rogan's my North star Yeah, is as, as in my mind. He's talked to so many experts. How could he be misinformed? Do you know what I mean? He's talked to diet experts, sleep experts, drug experts, yeah. sports experts, space experts—like the smartest people in the world. Yeah, he's had on yeah authors, scientists, doctors. He's had everyone. Everyone. How can he be misinformed? So he was like kind of like my north star. Yeah, he, the 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 great accumulator of of knowledge. He should live according to all. The, these experts say. So if he's eating meat, I thought, you know, I should eat a little meat. And I thought what he said was right. He's like, no, meat isn't bad. It's factory farmed meat, this like tortured, awful meat that's bad for you. But elk meat is like a miracle for the human body. And I'm sitting there like, wow, I want elk meat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where am I going to find some elk meat around here?
0: And, the, and he spits these stats throughout episodes, but I've never once watched an episode of Joe Rogan be fact checked. Yeah. And this is the first time I've seen a guy be like, this is how egregious he over-exaggerates shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe maybe Joe's a bit of a biased guy. <laughs> you think? Like, guy loves hunting. He might just like murdering, dude. I, yeah. I
1: I don't know what to make of it. Like, I I think for me, too, is... If if I watch that, I pro. I mean, it'll it'll be cool. It'll be informative. But I probably won't change my diet. I'm not really looking to. I think you will. You really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you will. Okay. I it's that good at convincing. It's that compelling. Eh? Yeah, I think you will unless you take the time to go and try to counter all the arguments they make. Yeah, they make a pretty bulletproof case.
1: Okay, I I you know what? Okay, so for me, I think the the one thing that like like some days I'll eat. Actually, you know what? Forget that. I think the one thing really what? Uh no, I was I was just gonna say some some days I eat more, veggie, fruit, plant based meals. Yeah, and stuff, and I can, I can notice I you grow titties. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit, whack! Man. <laughs> it's insane. Like be <laughs> Um, no, I I notice I I I don't fill up as much, and I think that's just because I'm I I don't know enough about the stuff to eat to get like
0: the proper. Um, Are you kidding? You don't feel you don't. Feel, I feel the opposite. I feel so full on plants that I actually hate eating plants because I'm worried I, I I can't get the right amount of calories in me because how full I get.
1: I well, I get I get full, but it's a different type of it's a different type of full. Um, cause I do I do like eating lots of fruits and veggies. And, um, I think there's a bit of a gap for, you know, people advocating for, uh, wanting more people to go vegan or vegetarian mm-hmm. at least. And, um, people who are considering it, but don't really know how to make that shift
0: well i'm not a vegan yeah i said you change your diet yeah but,
1: but even even changing your diet to like um, i i guess i guess it is just like a little bit of homework and stuff um it's just because like your whole life you're taught you know like okay standard meal you get some you get some meat you yeah. get some vegetables and like maybe like a salad or or like you know they something talk about else. That it's in the like, like a three course thing that's what you grow up knowing and it's like your whole your whole um, meal plan is based around these kind of things, right? And to like step outside of that, it's, I guess it's just a little bit of work Dude, and they some research.
0: Do, they but. used to dip cigarettes in mercury. They used to think smoking was good for you. Like if you base your diet based on what they did in history, yeah, you're, it's, it does, it's a non argument. The, they talk about that stuff in the documentary. That's why I'm telling you it's convincing is because everything a meat eater like yourself and myself yeah. used to say yeah exactly like that yeah they bring up so anything you th- you could think of of why yeah. you wouldn't switch yeah same with me they brought up in the documentary okay, I'll, I'll, i'm not
1: I, like no an no account, I'm, I, and I'm, I'm not saying i'm an ignorant person being like oh like you know fully it. i'm i'm just uh no
0: my what i'm what i'm saying is i was the same yeah i had a a an array of loosely researched reasons why I'm still eating meat. Mm-hmm. And this podcast hit, or this documentary hit every one of those. And I'm like, dang. So the, I didn't even have a leg to stand on anymore. Okay. I'll so, watch it. I'll so watch it. that's why, I'm not, and I'm not trying to convince you either way, yeah. because I still eat meat, but this is what, this is what I got out of it. Undoubtedly, it's better for you. Undoubtedly. Eat, uh, plant plant based diet without a doubt I between the documentaries I saw before and this one with real world athletes yeah and the science that they sprinkled in without a doubt it's better for you this is this is my opinion on meat now after watching it and I didn't I didn't research against any of the facts that they showed me I took the facts that they showed me as if somewhat presented in a biased way they were accurate facts if that makes sense yeah um is that meat is bad in every capacity compared to plants. Meat is not at all healthy. The same way it's universally agreed that cigarettes aren't healthy, that alcohol isn't healthy, that sugar isn't healthy. Meat is in that same category. It doesn't mean you can't go your whole life drinking alcohol and have a good full life. You can't go your whole life um, eating sugar and not have a good life. Some people smoke till the day they die. It's unanimous so that it's not good for you. No one would say, hey, make sure you get your cigarette. Make sure you get your fucking two beers in today. Yeah. It's universally agreed that it's bad for you. So my new position on meat is meat's a treat. You don't want to remove it from your life because you like it, and there's no other, there's no other reason. It doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't make your, doesn't make your testosterone more. It doesn't make you work out bigger. It doesn't make your endurance more, your vitamin. And there's, there wasn't a single argument for meat. It makes your arteries worse. It leads to heart disease. It, it's linked to cancers, diabetes, all this shit. They showed in the, in the documentary direct immediate effects of having meat for a day versus having plants for a day to stuff like your, uh, your erections, your, uh, immediate physical performance. Uh, they said if you eat a meat based meal, yeah, you are shown to have a 30% immediate reduction in physical performance than a plant based meal.
1: What, like physical and what capacity? Endurance. Okay.
0: Yeah. So like that, like if a boxer was able to go 10 rounds, um, Immediately after a meat-based diet, you know he'd be able to go seven rounds. Yeah, but boxers are obviously they overtrain and they think meat. Ha- like anyway, th- th- this is what the documentary talked about. It was it was wild and seeing all these athletes that they just got top of the line athletes, like ones that were setting records, whether they be winning Olympic medals at their age, the guy who ran across the Appalachian trails a twenty-two hundred mile. Run. Yeah, he set the, the the world record for that run. Um, the the heaviest weight carried by a human mm-hmm. is done by a vegan. Okay. Drew Brees, like
1: Drew Brees, oh, is vegan.
0: Nate Diaz, vegan. Yeah. The one that the guy beat Conor McGregor. That one. Short notice. Yeah.
1: Wow. Tra- um, Travis uh, Travis Barker is vegan. Really? Yeah. Do you remember that from that podcast? Well, I when I, he was on uh, Rogan too.
0: There was like full a full football team i forget which nfl team yeah in the documentary that uh is all switching to vegan yeah or or the core a core group of them is because one of the guys on the team's wife was a chef that uh you know what
1: you know what would would make this uh this documentary more i mean i haven't seen it but they should do like a follow up with this documentary and just literally name it this is how easy it is to go vegetarian or to eat
0: vegetarian or something. It's not easy.
1: Where it's where it's just like, it's showing you all the stuff to like hit these check boxes, right?
0: Well, that's what I told Chris and I was like, this is great and everything, but these guys all have personal chefs. It's their it's their job to eat properly. They're performance right? athletes. Yeah, I was like, what do I do when I miss breakfast? I'm heading to a meeting. I'm rushed and I go to Tim Hortons and I don't want to eat their Beyond Meat english muffin sandwich because it sucks shit yeah um you know what i mean yeah so uh, there's definitely that case to be made but my other argument is when i did watch that forks over knives documentary a few years ago when i was really struggling with my concussion and looking for anything to do yeah i researched a plant-focused diet yeah and it was not hard to get the amount of protein and all the shit i needed to put on weight and because i always like working out it yeah. was not hard at all yeah you just it's hard to have a palate like you have and have interesting meals cuz you really have to dig deep and and find creative ways to cook all this stuff whereas i don't give a fuck i throw potatoes in a bowl with beans and avocados and i shovel it down to get the amount of calories and macros i need you're over there fucking putting a piece of parsley on a, like, I don't know, on a, I don't even know what the fuck you make, you know, but you care, is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't even own salt and pepper. That's how little I care. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, you have, you have no palate. I mean, we've spoken about that before.
0: It's just a lack of caring. I can taste shit, obviously, but when I eat at home, it's just for sustenance. It's very easy to get your sustenance from plants. Yeah. It's hard to find, The the like the chef this vegan chef in the documentary was whipping up the dopest vegan meals probably dude it was unreal I was like if I if that was available from every shop around me he fucking lived downstairs and made us meals all the time hundred percent I would be down for that so like that that was my argument as well it was you know what it was it was just cool to fucking challenge because I'm the type of person that if someone tells me I should or shouldn't do something. And everyone else is doing it, and that's the way it's always been. That's the stuff I distrust the most. I don't know why. Just like, it's just like, even when I'm on the subway or whenever I'm doing something, anytime I see a lot of people doing the same thing, yeah. I always think, like why? Jewel? Huh? Like the jewel. The jewel? <laughs> yeah. What about it? Everyone doing the same thing. I don't, I, well, I don't understand what you mean. <laughs>
1: Carry on with your point.
0: I don't know. Just like if if everyone says, hey, and this is only later in life I started realizing this, but everyone says, hey, go to school, get a degree, graduate. That's because that's what they did. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look at our generation and I'm like, you know, why? Like, why is that? I've seen it work for a lot of people to do different things. If someone told me you could be a YouTuber when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. I'd fucking do that. You know what I mean? So how many times have we been lied to by traditional society because that's how history has done it so when someone says they used to say drink fucking milk all the time it's actually that's actually a valid point yeah i used to guzzle it who drinks milk anymore i know it's disgusting actually i almost i almost get a little sick thinking i can like don't get me wrong if someone puts milk in my coffee i'm not like ew bitch i'll yeah. drink it yeah but i have the last time i i had a cup of milk must have been like four or five oh. six i don't even remember like 10 years ago like it's yeah. And yeah. Ch- and cheese I don't buy it. But I know you still like your Love cheese. cheese. Yeah. Love it. I-, I guess it's a bit more artisan milk. It's like it's a bit fermented. There's a bit of an art to it. It's not just straight like fucking cow titty in a thing. No. But still technically very gross. Um if you really think about it. Same with like same with like chicken eggs and all that stuff. It is kind of little gross. I mean, you
1: break it all down. It's it's gross And I don't get I
0: eat them all. I eat them all. Yeah. It's fucking gross. But they were t- they were told like that's what we were told. And they used to say to people that cigarettes were healthy.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? I hear people you. are fucking idiots. I watch I the movie tonight.
1: I got no issues.
0: Also not trying to convince you. Yeah. I t- as I said, I literally ate meat all weekend. I had meat today at a tuna I, I fucking think you're pasta.
1: advocate for <laughs> Is it well <laughs> The new face of game changers.
0: I just Travis McKenna. <laughs> I thought it was super interesting. Just no, the I'm, same I'm way kidding, I'm I kidding. thought the sleep expert was super interesting. The same way I thought UFOs yeah. were super interesting. Because you listened did you just listen to the UFO episode today? Was it today? I got through or yesterday? Yeah,
1: no, I listened to it this this uh, well, this afternoon. I got through yesterday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yesterday afternoon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I only made it through like 40, 45 minutes. But I think you made this point last time we spoke about it that it was good how there was no that nonsense right at the beginning and they got right into it. And the guy started telling a story. Um, couple, cu- A couple things right off the bat. One... Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but when the producer, Jeremy Corbell steps in and starts trying to talk it kind of annoys me
0: hundred percent. And I think it that? annoys Joe as well. <laughs> Joe was like, all right, shut up, dude. Like, let me talk to the actual guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Joe cuts him off. Joe sometimes flat out ignored him in that podcast. Yeah. If you really listen, he says something to pose a question to Joe <laughs> and Joe ignores it and asks Captain Fravor, or Commander Fravor, whatever. Fravor,
1: yeah. Um, Okay. First thing, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, Second thing, this I liked how the 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 commander he was he seemed very self aware. Yeah, Um, you know, like he was he was talking like like Bob like Bob Lazar was talking like, uh, or I mean, I guess he was talking like a frustrated person who saw a ufo 40 years ago and mm-hmm. no one's believed and he's been still trying to <laughs> convince everyone yeah this guy was talking like oh this happened it's like it was like much more sort of upbeat about it and he, like, he
0: obviously hasn't had as much of a negative experience yeah as exactly bob, as exactly. bob
1: exactly and um a third thing um i mean obviously like these planes are a little more advanced than uh, the ones you were flying but i just i noticed how much in code he was, he was speaking and like, how, like, he did a really great job of explaining himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every time he drop something, but he, like every minute, like every second, like and it, when he gets asked a question, he's, he's being like, Oh yeah. So the DATCOM, which stands for, you know, like discommunications services yeah, or he, he whatever he would explain like, what it means, But he yeah. explains, but there's like all these, there's so many code words that he was speaking in and like, I guess that they use frequently in the language.
0: Yeah. Dude, you want to you want to trip? Do you want to trip out? Yeah. Listen to pilots talk to ATC at major airports. Yeah. It's wild, man. And can you understand it? A lot of it? All of it. Yeah. All yeah. oh, all of that chat. I don't know the military stuff. But yeah, yeah any anything in in commercial aviation cuz I'm a commercial pilot. So we learned everything up until someone hires you basically. So you learn how to how to fly in bad weather using just instruments, how to fly at night, how to fly multi-engine aircraft, how to how to n- do all the chatter. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing they don't teach you is how to fly jets because they don't own any jets and you got to be hired to, to learn that. And I think other than that, they just don't teach you like the practices of each company that could hire you, like how they do their weather briefings or how they navigate certain like what their rules are and all that shit. But a lot of the stuff uh, when I, I, like I love listening to pilots. Yeah. It like, it's, it's like, it's like my mind jerking off a little bit that like, it's just, it just feels good. You know what I mean? They're like, oh yeah, just like they use a phonetic alphabet and they're like, yeah, alpha kilo, Victor, Charlie, like, you know, coming in, uh, intercepting ILS, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they say their waypoints, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, bitch. Like, <laughs> stroke like stroking my like fucking dog and off to it. But yeah, listen to pilots talk to ATC. It sounds like it sounds like gibberish. Yeah, I'll play something for you after.
1: Okay, but moving past that, uh, the guy was pretty compelling with his with his points. Um, I thought it was cool the story that he told, but Tic Tac and the way it's. Uh, so do you
0: think there's UFOs?
1: I yeah. I think so. Same. He mentioned also, I don't know if you looked this up, that there was a more recent video that was taken in 2015. Did you look this up?
0: I did. A, I did a Google. I couldn't find it.
1: Yeah, I didn't look very hard though. Um because I mean the video that you obviously saw the one video that he spoke about, right? The tic-tac. Yeah, it's like very shit
0: quality. It's just exactly what he described. Yeah. An object with nothing coming out of it. Like yeah. no like jet propulsion or rotor, floating, and that just kind of zips off screen. Yeah, that they that they, they filmed for like a minute. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, but like also what 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 was it that you know what I mean? Um, I didn't see the other ones no, but the the there was other things that they talked about that if you Google it's pretty crazy. Like remember how he said the the time Washington D.C. got shut down by UFOs.
1: No, I don't think I made it that far.
0: Oh, there's like a story of like... Dude, if you want to get into a rabbit hole...
1: Yeah, UFO conspiracies.
0: Not even conspiracies, just UFO... Like, there's so much non-conspiracy conspiracy UFO stuff out there that's like the the sightings over Washington where there's like thousands of eyewitness reports on that night, videos... Jets were scrambled. People didn't know what it was. And then it just kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. That's happened like hundreds of times. There's apparently like thousands of credible people like this pilot. Just believable yeah. people. Yeah. That have reported uh, being abducted. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's, that seems a little far-fetched. No.
0: <laughs> that Well, it is. It is. It does seem yeah. far-fetched. I mean, there's a lot of credible people. Like people that just... Like if you want to dive in, I haven't because I don't really care. I'll wait till one of the little fuckers show up somewhere and they will be like, okay. I didn't waste my time believing in front of everybody else yeah. preparing. I don't care. Like if they come, they come. Like there's nothing we can do. I don't I don't need to dive into conspiracies. Um but there's also uh what was the final thing? I can't remember. It's all right. Um, there, there was like, there was like a few things you could, oh yeah, I remember now there is this case of cows being, um, abducted, not abducted. So this is, this is a quick, easy thing to Google because it's not, it's not even a conspiracy. There is, um, cows that get, uh, drained of all their blood and body parts surgically removed. Why? Um, no one knows. So it's like this is a story. basically, there's thousands of reports uh of cows in this in the certain regions of the u s yeah that on big pastures, farmers find yeah. them def- drained of all their blood, missing bones a lot of times, missing major organs, with no sign of blood around the carcass, yeah, no sign of like the the udders are removed surgically, eyes, tongue. Uh, no sign of any reason, any footsteps, anything. And yeah. there's so many reports of this that the FBI st- in, tried to investigate it Yeah, many, many, many years ago because this has been going on since the yeah. 50s or the 60s. It's an easy thing to Google. That will, that will make you feel a little weird.
1: Aliens are meat eaters. They're more advanced than us. They must know <laughs> a thing or two. Well, they
0: don't take the meat.
1: <laughs> Organs.
0: They take the organs, but- Start
1: and, harvesting organs and cow blood. And yeah, they, they- Cow blood is the new milk. They drink it. Is what you're saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, the the idea is is at least the the main trend I see from the most credible people, and this is only through podcasts. I've I researched none of this. The most yeah. credible people that make it to like Joe Rogan's podcast that talk about it, the main points I hear is that when people get abducted, there's a lot of similarities between okay. their stories. Yeah, often to do with that fuzzy memory, the way they describe the experience. Um, they usually get something extracted or tested on them, like semen or like, like they. That's what these abductees claim. Like they get like something taken from them. Yeah, um, and then they get placed back. Oh, these, it's like a. It's test. It's like experiments. Yeah. It's, it's it's like a rub and tug. It's except, like a rub and tug, except in space. But uh, but again, guys get it better. <laughs> guys go yeah. up and they get jerked off. Girls get an egg removed from them, and <laughs> they don't get jerked off. Yeah. Um, and then these cows just get drained of their blood. And they get organs surgically removed. <laughs> there's no there's no humans coming back, fucking deflated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, so like there's there's commonalities, but that cow one—if you want to just like fuck yourself up at work, just Google yeah. that. Okay. It's it's real stories. These are real reports. This isn't conspiracies. It's like it's like local newspapers being like, "Who keeps killing all our fucking cows?" There's no evidence. The sheriffs never figure it out. The FBI never figured it out. It's like the Midwest or something. Yeah, exactly. And there's yeah. thousands of reports. And there, there's always the same thing. No traces of how this could have happened. No animal bites. No nothing. Just things removed perfectly. Blood yeah. removed. No trace. It's wild. It scared me. And it's real. It's not a conspiracy. Wow. So it's just like if you piece together all this whack stuff you hear. Yeah. It's like if somebody just, which these conspirac- conspiracy UFO people do is probably piece it all together but if someone mainstream pieced all this together it makes a pretty compelling case that something's going on all these mi- military stories yeah all these personal sightings how how many looney tunes are out there that there's so many of these stories and a lot of them are from credible people that stand to gain nothing or lose anything yeah. these cows these sightings over cities throughout history like, you, you know what I mean? It's it it's it's kind of fucking whack.
1: Oh, you know what? I, you just reminded me that he made a comment that Christopher Columbus uh, cited, like UFOs.
0: Corbell said that oh, the producer. Oh fuck! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Corbell also. The way Corbell talks, you're like shut. You're
1: like shut, shut up. the fuck up, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like. Yeah, so we have elements. We're testing elements right now. I have elements in New Mexico. We're talking about the the Bosley case, dude. And he like he like you know how he rhymes off stuff so fast. Yeah. He goes from one thing to the next like yeah. he's like trying to like spit out all this information. He's trying to get. And you're his... like, man, I don't care that you think you have alien metal and like, like yeah. I just want to listen to this really yeah, trustworthy guy. Yeah. guy. Like.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: And he he starts citing all these stories like they've happened. He's like like the case in. You know, over here, right? And that yeah. that person, you're like, I, I'm not gonna Google all this. Give me one big thing at a time to Google. He's like
1: he's like one of those like detectives in movies or T V shows that gets obsessed with like a serial killer yeah. that hasn't been
0: found in Whoa, ten, fifteen years. Aren't they always right in the movies though? Right? They're obsessed. And they're always like, Third phone call, third phone call. <laughs> Who is it? Give blood. Give blood Robbie phone call counter number three. This is an epidemic, man <laughs> three phone calls pretty nuts. um I'm on a spam phone call list, yeah, and I get ten phone calls a day from spam numbers like v i p yeah. vacations in Las Vegas, like just like random shit all over the u s yeah, and I still don't get three phone calls during a podcast. I was doing work in your room earlier. Two people called while you're in the shower, or one <laughs> person called twice.
1: Yeah, Pretty classic.
0: I don't know how you have time to talk in real life. Well, I don't. You're on the phone all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those those are the crazy things in our world right now. Sleep more. Listen to that sleep expert on Joe Rogan, Dr. Matthew yep. Walker. Believe in UFOs; it'll fuck your day up. Um, watch watch Commander Fravor on Joe Rogan. Um, f- Watch Game Changers, Watch Euphoria. I might watch that tonight. I'm
1: going to watch both of those tonight actually. And also, uh before we sign off, we both got big weekends coming up. Yeah. You're you're heading down for a bachelor party.
0: 27 person bachelor That's party in Austin, up. Texas.
1: That's going to be nuts. And I got my sister's wedding this weekend.
0: 27 person wedding in <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm really, so, I'm really sad about missing that. I really am. Yeah, I know. It's
1: too bad. Um, we'll get you next time.
0: Yeah, they're gonna have another one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, they couldn't reschedule for me. Unfortunately, no. It's booked in, and uh, I guess we we just know where your loy- loyalty lies now.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that because I never got the invite. So, I had nothing in my calendar when this bachelor party popped up. They said, "What are you doing that weekend?" And you know, I looked through the mail, and you know, I was was like, "I didn't actually do that." But you know, I was like, "Oh, no, no invites to any weddings in September or in October." So, I guess, I guess I can say yes to this bachelor party. I booked the flight, and then you get, "Oh, you can't make it." Oh, it was that weekend. Oh, Trav, that's too bad. So, you know, I'm thinking it's a little fucking suspicious, if you ask me. All right, I was never invited, dude. You were, you
1: were invited,
0: not on paper.
1: I I spoke about it with them. Didn't get the evite. Well, because because you had made a comment to Care that you had booked this wedding. That that's that's how she because the invites hadn't been sent out
0: yet. So she sent the invites out pretty close to her wedding. Then. Cause, yeah, So I only booked this flight like fairly, fairly a month close. and a half ago. Fairly close. Which is kind of tight for what invitations, right? Normally for weddings, I'd say. Yeah. Not like not a not a a hit on them. I'm just saying like normally you get you, you get them. I
1: thought I even mentioned to you about it, it being in October. You
0: mentioned a wedding in October, but there's a lot of days in October.
1: Yeah, it's true. It fills up. Regardless, anyways, could have been It's, any of it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun weekend for both of us.
0: Uh, and uh, we'll report back next week. I want to hear about this wedding and there's a chance that this 27 person bachelor party in Austin goes
1: horribly wrong
0: or horribly right if you know what i mean <laughs> uh it's gonna be action-packed
1: yeah i'm pretty stoked for you i mean i remember fuck like dude three days i don't I don't. when was the last time you partied for three days straight university
0: no like, since then yeah but like damien's bachelor party
1: oh yeah true okay that was another bachelor party
0: that was a that was a fucking three-day party and a half houseboat. We were That's in true. isolation with 10 dudes. Anything goes <laughs> <laughs> for three days on the open sea. That was wild. Um,
1: but anyways, yeah. We'll report back in. And we will see you
0: next. Tuesday, unless aliens abduct us in Austin.
1: Or steal our blood and our
0: udders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Later. <laughs>